You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hello, everybody. This is I'm Roger B. This is Locked and Loaded, and you're listening to America's Web Radio. Today, we've got a few stories about guns. We've got a few sto- stories about gun politics. And hopefully, we're going to hope nobody gets in trouble with all these new laws <laughs> that the ATF is trying to get away with. But somebody apparently is fighting back. We need more citizens to fight back. Right. Like, I mean, like this citizen. Gun sales are still through the roof right now because oh. people see the defunding Did, of the police and crime rates skyrocketing everywhere. Did you see August was the record of records for, for guns, August? For gun sales. For yeah. August? Uh-huh. Wow. Yep. I don't know what the numbers were, but they've been high. Uh, Almost every month they break the I, year before the year. It was 1.2 or just over 1.2 million guns sold. In August. Yeah, and usually August, August is a slow month, too. <laughs> usually, because wow. people are out enjoying summer. They're they're not thinking about things. But with the current state of, of the nation, with defunding the police, and uh, that seems I mean, crazy. You, you I mean, look at people want to protect themselves. Yeah, it does seem kind of weird. But it's crazy because you hear people – buying guns who never would have thought to buy a gun before because now they know when they call the police they may not get a response they may not get an answer well the crazy thing is roger we have we know that we have first time liberal leaning democrat voting people buying guns because we know this because we are hearing from gun shows and from uh, gun dealers we're hearing because the democrats will go in there and say well here's my money where's my gun and the you and know, they'll the, ask the, him, well, let me ask you something. Do you believe in gun yeah, control? The, the, oh, yeah, I do. Well, you have to wait 10 days. This That's well, gun control. Well, what's happening is these gun store owners or, or the show gun show people are going, well, you can't have the gun right now because i got to do a background check. Uh, or unless you can provide me a, a permit. Do a, you carry have a, do permit you have a carry permit for the permit? state, yeah. Well, no, I don't. I've never owned a gun. Okay, well, then you've got to wait your state. There's a 10-day requirement. Oh, what do you mean? I have got cash. It is hilarious. And then what I, some of these I, I want to use the gun show loophole. Yeah, I want to use the loophole. And then the gun show guy goes, there is no loophole, you moron. And I love it because some of these gun owners, these store owners and the gun show guys, some of them are looking at these liberals and these Democrats going, look, you voted for this. You voted now for all this. suck it up. Yeah, now you're going to have to deal with it. You've got to live with the crap you voted. Now – we understand that the the idiots in, in Washington vote for crap all the time that doesn't abide for them. It's for right. you, not them. Remember, well, like, like Obamacare, you know, exactly. Put it, it on everybody else, but everybody we're else. exempt from it. But the, all of Washington, including their workers, their staff, was exempt from Obamacare. So again, it's like I always say, Roger, socialism is for the socialists, not the uh, for the people, not the socialists. That's right. The the, the socialists have their own elite way Absolutely. of doing whatever they want the, to do. The, the half this crap that the Democrats. And, and some of the establishment Republicans pass in Washington, they never burden the burdens they put on you. Well, it's like the, with the gun control. They don't want people to have guns, but yet they're <laughs> surrounded by armed guards 24-7. Yeah. 24-7. When they're at the Capitol, they have the state Capitol Police. When they're out and about, they have private security. Right. And armed those security guards can carry whatever they want. There's no restrictions, no restrictions. on what they, ha- they, they can have. Especially if you're a security team for a politician. Right. They can carry pretty much whatever they want. Right, exactly. There's no restrictions. But you but and yet, me, 
we couldn't do that. They're not rulers. They're not leaders. They're representatives. representatives. They're supposed to represent the people, and they should not have any more exclusive rights than the regular people have. Mm -hmm. But people just don't. They keep putting politicians up on pedestals and giving them undue respect that they don't deserve without earning it. Um, Roger, can I break in with some breaking news? I'm sorry. Oh, breaking news. Here we go. I, I wish I had seen this for my show. This is cracking me up. Roger, you were in college. I was. And, and you went to your share of fraternity parties. I went to I a went couple, to, yeah. And I went to my share. I was a Kappa Sig. Go Kappa Sig. Um, I, I, there, <laughs> so apparently they're starting to try and scare everyone with the <laughs> – the <laughs> I'll just show you. The Delta variant? Gamma. No, not the Delta. The Mu. The Mu. You remember Phi Phi, Phi Beta Mu? We used to call – so there was a sorority. What's MU? I think it was Phi Beta Mu or Phi Beta Mu or something. Oh, this is a new variant of the COVID or something? But, you know, in college, some of the – there was a sorority. Oh, it was Phi Beta Mu. I don't – all I remember is we call them the Moo Moos. The Moos. And now we have a variant. The Moo variant. Oh, my gosh. So So does it make you fat? <laughs> oh, you know, the other day I'm riding. I see this girl riding her bike, and I yell "cow," and she turns around, flips me off, and then she runs right into the cow. And you were just I trying tried to, to warn help. Her. I tried to warn her. She ran right help. into it. <laughs> so, so I'm wondering now, for anyone who's listening right now who's in a fraternity or was in a fraternity and knows Ooh. sororities, mm. they know what I mean when I say. So, is the move variant going to so make you fat? Are all these variants named after uh, uh, Greek letters? <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> yes, because it make you can no longer say like the Delta variant. I believe was from India. You can't say the India variant now. Oh, that's you know, right. All the throughout Wuhan, the Chinese history, virus, exactly. Yeah. All throughout Spanish history, flu. if there was a flu, a virus, it was named from which the area it came. But once Donald Trump was president, he couldn't do that anymore because the Democrats had to call it racist. So oh, now it it's is. not the Indian variant. It's not the South American variant. Does it say where variant. this variant is from? Um, even no, if we I'm, I'm going to have to look that up. Okay, well, that's interesting. So there's another yeah, variant they're trying to scare you with now. Yeah. It just cracked me up that it's the Mew, and I just remember calling them Moo Moo. Moo, Moo the now Moo, they the seem Moo, to be Moo. jumping around because Delta was kind of up toward the front. Now Moo is like way in the middle of the alphabet. Absolutely, they? but now I don't know if they're jumping around or if they're just thought it, that would give, be a bigger impact. Moo. Or, or maybe it's causing swelling. Therefore, you know that happened the other day. Would be the proper. This girlfriend sends me a picture of her and a pair of jeans, and she she said, "Do these make my butt look big?" I said no. And so I get I get on Siri and go, "No." Siri corrected it to moo. Moo. <laughs> Help. <laughs> You know, I had I had an ex ask me once if those pants made her butt look big, and I said, "No, your butt makes your butt look big." Oh, she didn't really like that, but she was an ex. So yeah, it was so it okay. No, I tried to say no, but Siri made it say moo, so I got in trouble. <laughs> Watch what you say to Siri. She is not always your friend. Yeah, she's then uh, Siri will throw you under the bus faster than uh, the Democrat will. Yeah, or whoever that, or the Google Assistant, whatever, whoever the Siri. The Google, per, the Google app does it doesn't have a personality. A I don't know or a name. It's just some robot it's just Google. 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 Well, if Google, yeah, Google, if Google or Siri, look, be wary because they will throw you under the bus faster than uh, Biden throws an American under the Taliban bus. <laughs> so, just faster than ban- uh, than uh, Biden will abandon you. <laughs> exactly. You know. Well, then you see his son. You got it's another failed pullout. <laughs> so you but know. <laughs> I don't know. Could I say uh, that? Well, I said it. Anyway. Well, you just did. <laughs> <laughs> We're unable to beep that out. Sorry, folks, if I uh, offended anybody. We don't. We don't. Not have that a, sorry. <laughs> we don't have a dump button. The dump button guy's not here today. That's right. But it's just oh. Uh-huh. 
the the fact that politicians put themselves on pedestals and try and tell yeah. you that they have more rights or they deserve more privileges that you don't They're get. above you and they're above the law. That's what they think, and we're allowing them to do it. I know, and people will do it too. They put him on pedestals like, oh, he's a senator. Mm, oh, my God, he yeah. gets to do this, this, and that. He is strictly a representative of the people in his district. He's supposed you know, to be yeah. looking at them saying, what do you guys want me to do, and I'm supposed to do it, not just do whatever I want and expect mm-hmm. people to follow along. You know, when a congressman comes to your city, your area, or a senator, you I, I don't even – honestly, they don't really – most of them don't deserve you to go extinguish senator this or extinguish congressman. You call them by their freaking name. They should be – Having the most respect for you. Saying distinguished citizen. Yes, distinguished citizen. That is how they should approach you. Because we, the people, they work for us. They represent us. They're they're in Washington living off steak and the best wines and the best beers off of our backs. You know, it's funny because if you look at the median salary of an American worker and then you look at the salary of anybody in Washington, it's not even close. Not even close. And they don't earn. They put themselves in the top 10%. They're not producing anything. My gosh, if anything, they're producing a bunch of roadblocks. Gobbledygoo to to (laughs) slow down the the freedom and liberties of the United States. They produce the the roadblocks to slow the economy down so they can do what they want, you know, so they can claim they can try and fix it. But they want you out there working yourself to the bone so they can seize through taxation and the point of a gun, as much money as they think of yours, they deserve. Yeah, which is all of it. And that just which gives you they back think what, they think, it, yeah. what they think. That you you, know, here's if, all you need. If, you don't need any more than that. If Democrats had their way, they would seize 100% of your paycheck and then in the form of a rebate, give you back what they think you deserve Issue or need to back live to on. you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty messed up, but you may, you know, people out there. Oh, there's may some laugh Republicans at us, who probably feel the same. There's way. probably some establishment Republicans that would do the same thing. Now, mind you, their income would not be seized. No, because they would find no, tax just, loopholes. Just and, uh, you, the citizen. Stuff. Just you, the citizen. Um, you know, people may laugh at us sometimes, Roger, but I, it is. I, I, I am not speaking hyperbole. And no, I it mean it's the true. truth. It's funny because it's funny because these these politicians, these Hollywood elitists, they will stand there giving a speech surrounded by armed guards, telling you you don't need a gun. You don't need a gun. Yeah. Well, when a politician tells you you don't need a gun, you need two guns. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, the politician that's put there by the grace graces of your vote, they if they don't they appreciate it. Need a gun and armed than you need a gun. It's in the freaking Constitution, by the way. The second one, uh, clearly written. As <laughs> concise as any amendment, any Bill of Right, none of them are as concise as the Second Amendment. And yet a politician who you send trying to tell you that that, that, that Bill take of Right your rights away. doesn't matter. Yeah. That only is good. That's not you know, for you. You know, I don't remember the Second Amendment saying uh, the, your right to uh, bear arms shall not be infringed Unless. Uh, unless you're an American citizen. Because you're a politician, you get to have I mean, a, I mean what do, why don't we get some of the guns that they gave the Taliban? Oh, man. Man, that'd be awesome if we could just have some yeah. of those. Yeah, think about it. The American they citizen, they're armed. doing... They're doing I mean, everything to take guns out of our hands and make it harder for us to get ammo, and they just gave $83 billion worth, worth of, of ammo. ammo and, and guns, guns and to, armored to vehicles. To a terrorist to a group. Terrorist-run country. Why couldn't they? You know what? I would have – you know what? I will say this. 
I would actually consider voting for Joe Biden had he brought all that equipment here, set up a big, big Biden fire cell, gun and show, gun me show, to buy those weapons. That's right. That, that I would have, I would have given at least I would have shaken his hand and given him a high five. He thinks they're in better hands over there than With they would terrorists. be in law-abiding citizens' hands over here. Yeah. I don't understand that at all. That's crazy.ness But then again, this whole administration has been kind of wacko. Yeah, yeah here well, he, it's you know, run he has. By a wacko. What does he have? Uh, cards in his pocket to tell him what to do. <laughs> He's got note cards for everything with pictures on. Because him. I because he can't read I, that. <laughs> I guarantee I wouldn't be surprised if he's got cards that goes. You are Joe Biden. You are, you know, this is the Joe Biden that actually on the campaign trail said we're going to beat Joe Biden. He said oh, that gosh. Joe Biden actually during the campaign event looked at the crowd at the microphone and he said, "Folks, we're going to beat Joe Biden." But you know what? I don't blame <laughs> I Joe mean, Biden. I don't blame him. <laughs> I blame the people who sit there and cast and a allowing vote this yeah. for that moron and decided he was a better choice than anybody else that could have voted Just for. Just because they didn't like Orange Man bad. And and if, have you seen pictures of Joe Biden? Apparently, he found Trump's tanning bed and he's using it. Yeah, well, because he's be in the White House, kind of orange. Yeah. <laughs> And that's just oh. He just, also said he was running for senator. Oh, he sure did. Yep. He sure did. He and like Obama running. went to fifty-seven states. And Obama, well, Obama said he went to fifty-seven yeah. states. And Joe Biden, he did. He said he was running for senator when he was running for president. And he also, after he was elected, referred to Harris as the president. Yeah, and now the people who voted so, for him, I want I would love to know what percentage of people who voted for him regret doing what they did. Yeah, there's a now I have seen data on that. There's quite a few people who did vote for him who fell into the the ridiculous accusations they were making against Trump and they were convinced Trump is such a meanie that they voted for Biden, but uh, many of them data showing they're going, "Man, I wouldn't do it again." In you know, fact, and that fact, sucks when it's too late. You know, well, it is too late. But there was there was a poll done, Roger, not a couple of months ago, that said if the election were reheld today, and Trump won, Trump would have won, uh, according to this well, polling data. I wonder if he would have won so, anyway. Well, I'm just saying that's what the polling shows. But who yeah. knows? I mean, let's just say if it were a legitimate election, the people who there are enough people who voted for Biden who said today they would not vote for Biden again, that they would vote for Trump. So, right. You know, there's something to be said there. Well, because they, they look uh, at all the free stuff they're going to get, and they decide, <laughs> you know what, that's what we need. We need more free stuff. Yeah. You know, we need to get more stuff for nothing. We need to well, be taken care of. We need this, and but, we need that, and we need money for this, and but, free housing. Yeah, but the good news is there's a, there's a whole lot of them who said they wouldn't do it again. Well, so, maybe people are learning. I hope quarterback. I yes. hope they're making decisions going, you know what, that was a mistake. I let Big mistake. I let unjustified hate get in the way of a, and of a reasonable choice. Yeah, I know. It baffles my mind. Why on earth? You know, we should have all been thrilled that we had a non-politician as president for a change. And granted, he was a loudmouth New Yorker. Yeah, of course, a New Yorker. That's what, what he did. Expect? That's what he is. He do is we pers- need, do, Roger, do we need to demonstrate what New Yorkers sound like? No, they know already. I mean, I mean, well, maybe our listeners listen. They know. Get out of here. Get out of here. Get the Forget, out of forget here. about it. Tell you something. <laughs> and look, a New Yorker, you hit me, I'm going to hit you back. Harder and, and hit you faster back harder. and more. <laughs> That's and I think America was one of the safest it's been in probably what 20, 40, 30 well, yeah, years without a because doubt. 
other countries were looking at us going, oh, Without well, geez, Trump will come. If we do anything to the United States, Trump's going to come Trump's after gonna, us with every he's, last thing he's, he's gonna, got. He's going to use that button that he said works. He's going to blow our stuff all <laughs> His up. bigger, better red button. <laughs> yeah. Kim Jong-un. Even Kim Jong-un went, hey, you where's know, the guy with the hot wife? But, bring him back. Yeah, bring him back. At least he gave me attention. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's, there's, there, there's so much to be said about him being a New Yorker, Roger. It, you know, New Yorkers won't put down a New York bagel for nothing. No. But they will put, if you hit a New Yorker, they will put the New York bacon oh, down. Oh, yeah. They'll I'll put my Nathan's hot dog down to give you a beating. Especially <laughs> if you deserve and it. And then That's I'm right. going to eat my hot dog. <laughs> but it's crazy that they just, they had such hatred for a guy. The media had brainwashed them so bad. And it would be different if, you know, he had really, I mean, yeah, he said some things he probably shouldn't have said. Everybody makes mistakes, but you know what? What he accomplished and the way he was going on getting things done was just unbelievable. And, of course, there's the gun people say, oh, bump stocks, bump stocks, bump stocks. And, yeah, he did. He ruled on that. He probably he had the ATF go and remove them after they were made legal by Obama's administration. He probably should have let it just fizzle out and go away and leave it like it was. That would have been the best thing he could have done. But he got caught up in trying to compromise. And the thing is, funny thing about compromise is it's supposed to be a trade. You give something, you get something. Yeah, you give a little. But you gun owners are asked to compromise all the time, and all they do is give stuff up. They give up, they give up their rights, and they don't get anything in return. You know, okay, if you're going to give up, uh, you know, if you want to have to get background checks on even private sales in every state, fine. I get a background check everywhere. I get a national carry permit. And you got to show an ID. Yeah, I got a permit. I can carry a gun any state in the nation, just like my driver's license. Mm. It's good everywhere. But no, we just have to give up stuff and not get anything in return. Right. And people need to stop calling that compromise. That's called surrender. You're surrendering your rights, surrendering your... Your abilities to carry a weapon or abilities to buy certain weapons and getting zero in return. That's just, that's not compromise. So hopefully people will see this. Well, more and more gun owners hopefully will vote with their new purchases. I'm hoping that. That when they buy a new gun, you go, okay, now you have to vote to maintain the right to keep this thing. Oh, but if nobody has one, it'll be fine. Oh, you think criminals are not going to have one? Come on. There's there's criminals in prison who get weapons, drugs, all kinds of stuff, and they're in, in prison. prison. And you think you're going to stop criminals from getting guns by making a law on a piece of paper? Yeah, it's, it's, it's like a friend of mine told me his daughter. He goes, you know what? I'm teaching my daughter how to shoot. I was like, really? I go, that's good. He goes, yeah, because the restraining order is just a piece of paper. <laughs> exactly right. So if it ever comes down to that where you need to protect your family from somebody, yeah, mm-hmm. you can get a restraining order, a cease oh, and yeah. you can get any piece of paper you want. Mm-hmm. But when it comes down to it, it's still just a piece of paper. And you can wait and call the police when they're minutes away, but seconds count. Yeah, yeah, they'll be there just in time you, you to draw can, a chalk outline around your body. Yeah, <laughs> they'll get there just in time to use that nice, pretty chalk that they carry around. Yeah, or you can use your Second Amendment, God-given right, and be prepared defense. to protect yourself. Yeah, that's right. What they say: uh, God made all men. Colonel Colt made them equal. Yeah, and Colonel Colt made them equal. <laughs> that's right. The equalizer. That's right. It's, it's, uh, and people, I think people are starting to see the light, though. More and more people. I've I had people so. asking me about weapons instruction and stuff like that because I used to do that. And uh, I had a lot more people ask me lately, oh, can you teach me how to do this? You know, and I'm going to say, if you're a shooter and somebody asks you, mm-hmm. either guide them in the direction where they can get help or take them to the oh, range, right. get them to yep. help them learn safely how to operate their weapon. You know, Roger, 
I'm glad you mentioned that because I've had some people ask me the same thing. Will you take me to the range? Will you go with me? Will you help me? And my first response to them is absolutely, yes, I will help. My second response is, did you vote for Biden? Because if you voted for Biden, then I, <laughs> you voted I, I to not double have a gun. charge you. That's how you, no, your, no, your my, fee goes up. I'm a capitalist. My time is precious. And That's so if right. I'm going to help you, I'm going to be rewarded for my time. And I'm sorry, if you're dumb enough to vote against the very thing that you now want to exercise, well, then I'm going to charge you double. Well, you know, he has been one of the greatest gun salesmen in history. <laughs> He's right next to Obama. His administration <laughs> has just driven gun sales through the roof. You know, speaking of charging... There's a restaurant, and I cannot remember what state this restaurant is, but they put a sign out that said, if you're a Biden voter, go eat somewhere else. Oh, yeah. There was I read a that. run on the restaurant. They ran out of food. Yep. That's and a hey, snap. That is a publicity so stunt. Kudos that works, to yeah. everyone who supports because that restaurant. They know who supports small businesses. Yep. I forgot I need to find out. They deserve free advertising. <laughs> yeah. Or at least you know a free mention. Well, you mentioned it. People can Google that. Google <laughs> Yes. Go, go. Actually, go DuckDuckGo because I don't Google anymore. Yeah. Go uh, DuckDuckGo. Do a DuckDuckGo search for the restaurant that uh, sold out of food because they told Biden voters to go eat somewhere else. <laughs> it's a beautiful that. thing. There was a story beautiful. about uh, Trudeau in Canada. He's doubling down on gun control now. Right. He's going to spend a billion dollars on buyback and he, uh, he wants to emulate programs. Australia. And look, yeah. look at Australia. They're a prison colony right now. I know. The the people there can't fight back about against unreasonable mm-hmm. demands from their government. Right. It's like, and these governments are growing bigger and bigger, more and more powerful, and giving the yep. people taking away more and more rights from their people. And fortunately, our Constitution is such that it protects us against some of that. But some people are so willing to lock themselves up and and trade freedom for security. Right. They, if you want to be secure, get three meals a day, go ahead. Get arrested. Go to get prison. Arrested, go to They'll jail. take care of you. They'll give you a bed. Yeah. They'll give you food. They'll give you an exercise program. Yep. You'll get everything you need to survive. Of course, you'll be in prison, but if that's the way you'd rather live your life, then that's fine. Go ahead. Take that choice. Make it happen. I'm just not one to do it. I'd rather have dangerous freedom than peaceful slavery. Yeah. I'd rather have some responsibility. What is it? Uh, you know? I'd rather die on my feet fighting than die laying down. Yes, you know. Or I will. I will die standing before I kneel and right pitch before you or, or give away whatever. to the government, which wants to take your rights yeah. and your life away. But it's just it's it's interesting that we've come so far, and you kind of wonder. It'd be great to get the founding fathers in a room and show them what's going on now, and see how crazy they would go over what we're doing. See how they would feel about some of the rights that are being taken yeah. away, things that are changing, the the fact that we had these lockdowns and shutdowns of private businesses. And granted, uh, some states made it, you know, they had shutdowns for a short time and then they made it voluntary after that. But by giving these companies money, they were able to stay shut down longer. Yep. Which, you know, and then a lot of states started pulling back on that right away and said, open up if you want to, do what you want to do, let's get this going. I remember not being able to get a haircut for like three or three months in a row because, you know, no, none of the the places that did it were allowed to be open. Had somebody come from California, first thing they wanted to do was get a haircut because they couldn't get one they at home. get one. <laughs> That's right. It's like, oh, my God, these businesses are suffering horribly, and they just can't get the money that they need to stay alive and stay open. So it was a diner in Florida. Oh, Florida, okay. Diner in Florida posted a note refusing service to Biden voters because of the botched Afghan and he got soldiers killed. 
He was overrun by supporting customers. That's awesome. And, uh, Salt I wonder how many people doors. took offense to his. Uh, <laughs> Who <his> cares? <laughs> it would be like if they took offense. If hey, they, means if, it's working. If they were offended by that, then pff, they deserve it. They deserve what they got. Yeah, that was just. Yeah. Oh man, I just I can't get over the fact he screwed this up That's so bad. Just beautiful. Now, granted, it wasn't just him. There were generals and stuff involved in this too. I think. I mean, I don't know what the procedure was or how the order came down the line or. You know, but I'm sure he said, "Let's get out of there," and they just said, oh, "Okay, here we go." It's Biden and his merry band of idiot cabinet. They're yeah. all responsible. I've seen better cabinets They're at IKEA. All, oh my gosh, IKEA has <laughs> way better cabinets. It's ridiculous how much faith people put in those idiots. Ah, oh, it's so frustrating. Oh, I just want to take him and hit him over the nose with a rolled up newspaper and say, "Bad dog, bad dog." Yeah, because <laughs> he just he's well, totally screwed the pooch on that one. Bad dog. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, I'll say this right now, Roger. When we go to Daytona Bike Week next year, we are going to that diner. Yeah, if it's still there, you know, they, maybe they'll make so much money, they'll retire. <laughs> yeah, you may. You, Although, you they're may. in a pretty free state. Florida's a pretty free state, so that's good. They'll, hopefully, they'll they'll maintain uh, It is a free state. Rights. In fact, their governor is probably going to be the next president of these United States. Yeah, now let me tell you, this is an interesting, there was a House bill, I think it was, H.R. 3101, called the Rifle Act. This was introduced by Ashley Hinson, a Republican of Iowa, in May of, t- of this year. And what it was going to do is repeal the $200 tax stamp hmm. on short-barreled rifles and suppressors and just make them like any other gun. Not, ha- not have the go- federal government make an extra $200 right. on these particular things. And I don't know how, if it's got any steam since then. It has, I think, 60 sponsors, 60 original co-sponsors. Maybe they're gaining more. But I have a feeling, of course, it's going to be completely divided among party lines. Mm-hmm. You know, and there may, even, there may be a couple of Democrats, if they're from really hardcore gun-owning states, that may If they're in trouble. Sign on. Yeah. Only if they're at risk of losing. Yeah, if they it's think the there might be an issue where they'd gain votes or maintain their the seat. the only way they'll go against the Democrat Party. Because it's not like you don't get a background check with any of this stuff. I mean, you still have to get the background check, but you just avoid paying $200 tax to the government right. to own a gun, to, to exercise a right. a right. Could you imagine the uproar if they charge $200 to vote? To vote. Oh, you're allowed to vote, but you, you have to pay a $200 and, tax. And there is no constitutional right to vote. But imagine if they taxed tax, – I mean, they call it a right, but it's not. Um, there is no constitution. Anyone can, can try and find it. I beg of you. Find yeah, it. please correct there. us. If we're wrong, correct uh, us. I want to hear from you. But imagine if they tried to tax free speech, which maybe they're well, trying now, to do didn't, that now. Didn't they have that during Obama's uh, administration? They had like a, a free speech area they would put people in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, safe zones. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, what do you mean you can't you can't you can't freely talk if over I here? We have to put you in line. I'm somehow not in the United States. You put you in a little corral of over there where you can speak what yeah. you want to speak, but you can't do it over well, here. Yeah. Well, you know, the only reason the First Amendment still exists is because the Second the Amendment Second is there to back Amendment it up. Is there to make sure it exists. Yeah, they, they, the Second Amendment has the First Amendment's back always, always. Because as soon as it, if the if the Second Amendment goes away, you watch how fast oh, your First Amendment yeah. rights go away. Look, if you want, if you have any doubt, look at Australia. You know, Australia used to be a pretty cool place, and not. Ten or so years ago, they confiscated all weapons, and now here we are today. The first chance they got 
to use a virus as an excuse. They are now once again a prison colony. They have gone full circle. Australia was founded on 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 becoming on being a prison colony, and now they're a prison colony again. Yeah. Well, that's that's where they started. They've run full circle full now. Circle. Well, because what happened? Citizens let politicians yeah. take their rights away. Yeah, absolutely, and, and the only way of defending themselves: guns. That's right. And now only the criminals have guns. Gun. Mm-hmm. Gun crimes have probably skyrocketed. No, they absolutely. think they can control absolutely. that. Now, granted, Australia's well knife crimes. Australia's a big island. Oh, we got to take, take a, a break, break real quick. We'll be right Get back. Your pen and paper ready. If there's a move in your near future, I'm here to tell you that the folks I used and now recommend is around town movers. Timothy and the guys recently moved me and I am and was totally satisfied with a sometimes not so fun experience moving. Call the Timothy at 770-378-4708 and make organization it a- created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. Get a pen and paper. Write down docs4patientcarefoundation.org. That's D-O-C-S, the number four, patientcarefoundation.org. Go to our site and please make a generous tax-deductible donation and join the fight today. Thank you. If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Okay, so right before we left for the break, we, we were talking about the Rifle Act. This is an act that will take away NFA taxes on suppressors and short-barreled rifles because constitutionally there's no reasonable excuse for having a federal tax to own any kind of weapon. Now, granted, people say, oh, people don't need this weapon or that weapon or the other weapon. But they're talking about suppressors and short-barreled rifles. How is a short-barreled rifle any more deadly than a long-barreled rifle? It's not. Not at all. There's pistols. There's rifles. And the short-barreled rifle kind of falls in between them. And it's not some magical something that's just going to make everything, you know, instantly more deadly. And suppressors, what they mostly do is protect hearing. So people who shoot a lot can at least stand a chance at having their hearing when they get older. And that's just something, I mean, supposedly in Europe you can buy suppressors over the counter because they realize the value of having something that makes your weapon more comfortable to shoot and less intrusive on neighbors, things like that. Although guns are so limited in Europe, I, you know, I doubt anybody even needs them anymore. You know, uh, I would make you a bet... Roger, that uh, if you looked up the people that have signed on to this, sixty they, original co-sponsors, yeah, they uh, they probably know nothing. They've probably never been to a firing range. They just think that everything's an AR, you know, and uh, assault weapon. Uh, everything's an assault rifle. Right, and, right, uh, right. You know, and and only Jimmy Hoffa uses silencers. <laughs> 
Well, this, the people who signed up to this want to remove the $200 federal tax. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is, that's, that's what the Rifle Act aims, aims to do. It's, it wants to remove the $200 tax from these particular weapons. That would and, be good. Yes. That, well, you know, constitutionally, I doubt this would stand up to complete scrutiny on a constitutional level. It, this was enacted back in 1934. And it's been in effect ever since. And since then, I think there's been like less than less than half a dozen cases of anybody using a quote unquote class three weapon in a crime. I think there's been like three or four cases noted, and that's about it. So you know, you're not talking about a huge amount of criminal activity. And the thing is, a suppressor can be made with cardboard and a PVC tube. I mean, it's not something that's that difficult to make. Plus, with 3D printers now, oh, my God, uh, they're having um, – I don't know how they're going to control this. I mean, you, you can manufacture magazines. You can manufacture gun parts with 3D printers. And all that currently is still legal. You're allowed to manufacture things like that on your own for your private use. But this would just make it, I mean, it would just bring the law up to the current century. I, I'm, I must say, though, that uh, I, I see a AR-15 with a piece of PVC hanging off the front. I might have to chuckle just a little bit. We can spray paint it black if it would make you feel better. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I mean, a suppressor is just a muffler. That's all yeah. it is. You know, if mufflers are so bad, why do we have to have them on our cars? We want them on our cars, but not on our guns. And guns are louder than most cars. Don't you want to protect your hearing from that? It just seems silly to have any kind of super restriction on that. It's not going to make it any more deadly. It's not going to make it any more dangerous to have it be a little quieter. So instead, they put suppressors on people. You have to wear headphones and earplugs and all that kind of stuff to shoot a gun instead of just putting something that will lower the sound of the weapon to where it's non-dangerous to your hearing. Gee, what a great idea. Who would have thunk of that? Well, apparently they thought in 1934 that having this was a bad idea for some reason. And the law is just basically out of date. It's, you know, it's been in effect for over 80 years, and it's just, it's time for it to go away. It's done. It served its purpose. They were talking, you know, gangsters were using suppressors and fully automatic weapons, and they've gotten rid of all that now, put them under extreme scrutiny and extreme taxation. But the fact that the Constitution says shall not be infringed, and they put a $200 tax on being able to buy certain weapons. You're allowed to have them, but you just have to pay a tax for them. It just seems if they did that with any other right, freedom of speech, uh, voting, if you had to pay it. Imagine having to pay a $200 tax. Imagine if we propose a law saying you have to pay a $200 tax if you want to vote in a federal election. Could you imagine the outcry from that? How upset people would be? Oh, everybody would be disenfranchised. Only rich people would be allowed to vote. <laughs> Well, apparently only rich people are allowed to own certain weapons that the government has just picked and chosen over the years to to restrict or infringe upon your right to own them. So hopefully this law will go somewhere. I just don't know if it's going to, but it's just kind of funny. Hopefully this will go somewhere because the Hearing Protection Act never really took off. They tried, they tried, and I don't think they ever thought they'd have the votes to get it to go through. And right now with Biden in office, I think this bill is going to be dead for at least the next year and a half. Until 2022, if they have a big change, maybe some of these will get through, but they need to push fast and push hard and get it done. Because if they wait another two years, then things will switch back the other way, and we know one party is more for gun rights than against gun rights. 
So we'll have to see how that pans out. But I'm just curious to see if this goes through, it would just take that financial barrier away from having a suppressor to protect your hearing with. Or a short barrel rifle, which now has to be, they use the pistol brace as a way to get around the short barreled rifle clause. But now they're talking about reclassifying all these pistol brace weapons as short barreled rifles, which means if you have them, you may have to register them and pay a $200 tax on every one that you have. Even though when you built it, the ATF said it was fine, it was okay, you could have it, there were no restrictions on it. And now they want to change the law after it's already been in effect. So we'll see if that's going to happen because that should cause an outrage. There's going to be a lot of people who lost these guns in boating accidents, I'm sure. <laughs> Never to be found again until they're definitely needed. But we'll have to see. Hopefully this goes somewhere, but like I said, I'm not counting on it happening anytime soon. But it's funny how a lot of the big tech companies are almost as bad as the government when it comes to gun restrictions. In fact, there was an owner of a website who had a Facebook page and an Instagram platform, all this stuff last year, and the big tech companies shut him down. Now, this is the guy who owns a, uh, a site called Arms List. Arms List allows people to privately sell weapons either locally or across state lines with proper background checks. It has to be shipped to a federally licensed firearms dealer to be able to transfer it. So nobody's getting a gun show loophole. There's no way around any of this stuff. There's no backdoor you know, way to get a gun. It has to be shipped to a dealer if it comes from out of state. And on January of 2020, they lost their ability to use Facebook and Instagram to shut down their accounts, took away their rights to use the platforms. Now, they say these these platforms are not publishers, but if they're picking and choosing who's allowed to operate on these sites, they are indeed publishers and need to be restricted and taxed in a different manner. And I just know that obviously certain parties will not want to do that. Other parties think it's a great idea. If they're going to be restrictive and they're going to use their power in a political manner, because there's nothing illegal being done here. This is not covering up some legal issue. This is not uh, shutting down a criminal operation. This is just restricting the rights of law-abiding citizens because of political beliefs. Now, if they stand that hard on one political side of an issue, they need to be held accountable for it. They need to pay their taxes. They need to be labeled as a publisher, and they need to pay taxes on anything, any money they make as a publisher. But, you know, unfortunately, they were given this exemption years ago when they started, and no one's ever thought to reevaluate it now that they're becoming political influencers. Now that they're using their political expression in everything they do, what they allow, what they don't allow. And it's funny because this probably started under Obama when he started using the IRS to harass and shut down conservative voices that were against his party and his, his beliefs. And whenever you use the government to shut down a voice or shut down an opinion just because you don't believe in it, that's not a democratic society. That's a dictatorship. That's, that's, a, that, that's fascist, completely and absolutely fascist. And people love to say Donald Trump was a fascist, he was a communist. No. There were other presidents that were way, way more involved in this than he was. The fact that they tried to use the IRS to intimidate possible opposition to their opinion is completely and absolutely illegal, and yet nothing's been done about it. 
You know, they just they get away with it. And I just wonder how many laws people are, are these politicians going to get away with before people decide to stand up and go, hey, you can't do that. It's illegal. You can't d- use the IRS to intimidate your possible enemies or possible voices on the other side of the aisle. You can't do that. But yet he did. He did it and he got away with it. And who knows if it's still going on today or not. I just I don't know. It would be just like a mayor of a city using the police department to harass you as you're driving down the street and stop you, give you a ticket or whatever. Right. If he has some personal grudge against you, he can use his power to harass you because he doesn't like you for some reason. Maybe you, you know, beat him in a football game in high school. Who knows? Whatever his beef may be, he can use his power of office in a corrupt manner to harass you which hopefully doesn't happen too many places, but it, it happened here in the United States at a federal level. So it's just, this is going to happen. Now they're fighting, at least aren't now, the arms list is suing Facebook and Instagram over their banishment. So I hope they get a good judge who interprets the Constitution fairly and accurately and gives these guys what they need. They need to be paid for their time off, for the business they've lost, for the discrimination they faced. Everyone talks about discrimination. Oh, you're discriminated against them. Well, here, a business is being discriminated against because of their choice of of what they're going to sell or what they're going to promote or what they're going to work with. Even though none of it is illegal, and they have pro-Second Amendment posts they put on, you know, stating laws or stating things like that. And they want to shut them down because they don't believe in people's rights to keep and bear arms. So if you are a gun owner or you want to be a gun owner one day, you need to look at this and say, hey, Facebook, hey, Instagram, you should not be shutting people down based on your political opinions. That makes you a publisher and you have to be taxed differently because of that. And just like our infamous politicians... I would imagine that all of the big names in high tech have their own bodyguards as well. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah, they they want guns for them. You know what's good for good for them, but not for us. All the rest of their customers are just little peons who we do what we're told, and they're the billionaires who get to live life as they want to live it, and they get to violate all the laws because they have enough money. So we'll have to see. Actually, let's see. And the attorneys are basing their case on a clause in a Pennsylvania constitution that protects public access to free speech. And like I say, with them not being published or being a platform, they're supposed to be have equal and accurate coverage for anybody who wants to put information on there. But when they start limiting the information based on their political beliefs, they become a publisher and they need to be taxed differently. I, keep, I can't, can't stress that enough. But anyway, so hopefully the Rifle Act, will something will happen with that. That would be really cool if that does. Make silencers and short barrel rifles not uh, federally regulated anymore or federally taxed. Because you can buy them. You just have to pay a $200 tax to own it, which seems to me like paying a $200 tax to exercise a guaranteed right would seem completely unfair and completely ridiculous. Like I said, if they did it with any other right of the Constitution, people would scream bloody murder and say it's unfair, that's not constitutional, which this is not. The Federal Firearms Act of 1934 is not constitutional. Probably never has been. It's just been in place for so long, no one's willing to take the time to fight it. All right, let's try and do, let's try and do something more fun today, because, okay, that's enough about the politics, but... 
I'm going to talk about something here. Right now, lately, long-distance rifle shooting has become a sport that has just blown up with the advantages of um, mass-produced, highly accurate rifles. These rifles are capable of 1,000 yards right out of the box, having decent groups. But then you get to the next level. The next level is beyond those these, these um, mass-produced weapons that are still very capable. We get into other things, like the TAC-50 sniper rifle. This is something that's just an amazing piece of weaponry. It was designed by McMillan. It's called the TAC-50 because I believe it's a 50 caliber round it shoots. And it has the record for the longest kill at over 2,526 yards. And that's using this particular, you know, the uh, <clears throat> the McMillan TAC-50. So it's amazing how good things have gotten. I mean, this is something that could probably have never been attempted prior to this because the technology was just not there to make things as precise as they needed to be. Or if you did buy a rifle, it had to be worked on, had to be modified, had to have so many things done to it to make it that accurate. Now, right out of the box, you can shoot 2,000 yards if you're capable. You know, I'm not saying everybody's going to be capable. I don't think I would be capable regardless of the equipment I was using. But this just makes it that much easier to have this happen. And uh, this gun was developed, actually through years and years of of seeing what police and military snipers wanted mostly the military snipers because honestly police snipers their general goal is to get as close as they possibly can military snipers want to get as far away as they possibly can so they can make the shot and be able to crawl away and not be involved police snipers have control of all the situation outside of where the interaction is taking place so they have to get as close as possible and limit themselves to shooting just the bad guys. Well, in a military situation, eh, if you hit one of the other guys standing next to the bad guy, he's probably a bad guy too. You know, most of the military guys will tell you they all stay together. The bad guys stay on one side, the good guys stay on the other, and they shoot back and forth at each other. But if you can distinguish the difference between your bad guys, ah, you could, if you miss one bad guy and hit another bad guy, it's okay. But now this is weird. They're reporting that yet another Canadian marksman now holds the new world's record with 3,540 yards shot. That's half a mile further than the 2,526 yards shot. Now, just to give you some idea, let's do some quick math here because that's uh, 3,540 yards. 3,540 yards is... 10,620 feet, which is right at two miles. From two miles away, this guy made a world's record shot with his TAC-50 McMillan sniper rifle. So this is one of those things. If you want one of the best, this is the way to get it. Now, this is back in 2002, and the sport of long-distance rifle shooting has just exploded since then. So there's a lot of other possibilities for you to take to, uh, and take if you want to take the super long distance range. And this is a 50 caliber gun, which is a standard military cartridge, so it's easy to get. And they do have specialty rounds loaded just to make them more accurate. But it was designed originally to shoot through walls, through bricks, through concrete in order to hit a target. But so that's something to consider if you want it. But now there's another rifle. Where did I, I have that story too. There's something called a uh, a shytac, 
Now, the Shytac is a newer version, and they have proprietary cartridges that are designed specifically for extremely long range. And it's probably, and this one has been ranked by uh, several people as the number one long range sniper rifle in the world. And the Shytac comes in two different calibers and a 375 Shytac cartridge, which is their own proprietary bullet, and a 408 Shytac cartridge, which is again their proprietary cartridge. And these things are just amazingly well built, and they're built specifically for getting the distance, for going out there and hitting stuff at a mile, a mile and a half, two miles away. So don't be surprised if you see some new records being made with this Shytac M200 because it is an amazing rifle and the cartridges are just purpose built for long distance shooting. So I'd be curious to see if they ever um and and one reason why I believe these sniper rifles are coming out and becoming so successful is the advent of computer controlled machining. Now a computer can control your machining, run it with a uh, with precision that was never available before. Before, it had to be hand-done if you wanted something in a precision rifle. Now, they can make most of their own machine, do some fine-tuning by hand or fine-finishing, and the thing is completely capable. So we'll have to see. It's funny because they put these rifles in some of the um, video games and stuff like that. And it's, and, and it's made out of, you know, it's got uh, composite material, carbon fiber, and they have a claw-mounted optic system that puts this rifle in a category all by itself. Now, if you get one of these kits, you know, you buy a, uh, a Shytac rifle, you're talking about $15,000, including optics. Now, they have other versions for sportsmen if you're going to use it for big game hunting, but these cartridges are just ridiculously large for almost anything on the planet. So, But that's something to consider. If you're looking for the ultimate sniper rifle, ult- well, let's just call it ultimate extra, extremely long-range rifle, the Shytac M200 is probably state-of-the-art currently. It's the one that you want if you want to have none better at the moment. Of course, this could change tomorrow. But right now, this is the one to get. Now, the TAC-50 McMillan, it's great, but the ballistics of the Shytac cartridges are just, ex- they're so far in advance of the 50 caliber. you got to realize, the 50 caliber bullet was out during World War II, so it's been out for a long time, and it was never designed to be a precision rifle cartridge. It was never designed to be a precision rifle cartridge. It was designed to be a heavy machine gun cartridge. But people have adopted it, and they've changed the way they load it. They found ways to get solid core bullets that are capable of much higher accuracy than any of the military-loaded rounds of the 50 caliber have been. So it, it's better, but if you want the ultimate, the Shytac is the way to go. Now, I don't know how many of you guys have $15,000 laying around to pick up on something like this, but by all means, if you want the best, that's the one for now. That could change if companies will get out there and make make some stuff like that happen. We'll see. And there's one more. This actually this gun actually came out last year, but I've just I actually got my hands on one the other day to look at it. This is the Mossberg 940 JM Pro Competition Shotgun. This is a, an advanced version of the 930, which has been out for several years. And this one has all the features that competitive shooters want. In three gun matches, they they put all these extra things on it to make it that much better right out of the box. Oversized controls, a ten plus one capacity, a high visibility front sight, and it has an enlarged loading port. 
So that way you can thumb shells in much faster without having to find, you know, you can do it without having to look right at it. So that makes a huge difference. Now, the best thing about this gun, you may think, oh, my God, here we goes is, you know, a gun on par with some of the Italian stuff, like the Benelli's, of course, you know, $2,500 to $3,500 for a Benelli. This one retails for about $900. Actually, I think $1,100, but street price was coming in at about $900 before everything went crazy with the guns. But So for under $1,000, you can probably pick up a JM940, and have one of the best out-of-the-box three-gun shotguns in your arsenal. That'd be the way to go. Now, this is it's an evolution from the 930, which is something that was a great weapon in its day also, but now it's just evolved a little bit. The fact that Mossberg is constantly improving this gun, to me, speaks volumes about their dedication to the sport. Because three-gun is probably one of the sports of this decade that is going to take off and do better and better and better as long as people have a place to do it because it does require a little more distance than a pistol-only range or a shotgun-only range. So if you're interested in 3-Gun, take a look at the the JM, which is Jerry Michalek. I'm sure I'm butchering his name. I can't remember how it's pronounced. But he was the one who helped design it because he's the pro shooter who's probably most capable with almost any kind of weapon. If you've ever seen him operate almost any kind of gun, he's faster, more accurate than anybody I've ever seen. And he's a real person. He's not some legend out of the old west (laughs) where the stories got taller on down the line. There's video evidence of this guy doing things. When he shot a revolver, reloaded it, and shot it again, all within less than a few seconds, it's outstanding to watch him do this. But anyway, if you're looking for a three-gun, look at the JM940 if you can find one, because I know right now a lot of the guns are hard to get. Their supplies are limited, but hopefully the supply lines are going to start filling up soon. I've seen a lot more weapons coming on the market that were out before that were super high priced. They're starting to drift back down to a more reasonable, I guess I'll call it pre-COVID pricing. It's amazing how this um, this virus has just caused everything to go up in price, whether it be cars, trucks, guns, ammo, Everything has just gone skyrocketing because of the lack of availability. When people stop working for two or three or six months at a time, whatever they're making becomes much more difficult to get. And as the supply dwindles, then obviously, and the demand stays the same or goes up, you're going to end up in a situation where the price is going to be higher. And I know I've seen ammo starting to come down some. It's still not where it should be. I still see it as a little more than double what it was back at the end of 2019 when I was telling everybody I've never seen ammo and gun prices lower than they were in the tail end of 2019. And then come 2020, as all the restrictions went into place, as defund the police happened, as all the rioting was happening in the streets, demand for guns went through the roof. And all of a sudden, every gun shop was empty. No ammo could be found on any shelves. It went a little crazy. Well, now they're starting to add extra shifts to some of the ammo factors. In fact, I think Remington just opened opened back up again to start producing ammo. So there's more ammo available now than there has been in a while. Unfortunately, we didn't get any of the ammo. We left over 30 million rounds of ammunition in Afghanistan because why not? It's a terrorist country. Let's make sure they have plenty of ammo. But keep, keep in mind, be patient. If you don't need any ammo, try not to buy it. 
Try to hold off. Just because you see it drop a little bit doesn't mean it's not going further down. If you got to have it or you need it to shoot, I think you know now you can pay a little more for it, but you can still get it. It's it's available. Every place I've seen has it available. There are some places with better prices than others. Some of the big box stores tend to do a little better on everyday pricing. It's still up a little bit, but not as much as the prices from some of the independent shops or some of the other places. The big box stores tend to have it because they've got a contract where they lock in their price ahead of time for a year or two years or whatever it may be. And the advantage of that is if the price goes down, they still have to buy it at the higher price. If the price goes up, then they make more money on it or they can, you know, keep it at that same price and keep their customers happy. So if you get a chance, look around, see what you find. If you need it, you can get some now. It wouldn't be awful. I think it's going for double what it was instead of five times what it was. So it's coming down. It's drifting back down slowly. Like most of this stuff goes up like a rocket, down like a parachute. And it is coming down. So pay attention. If you find the caliber you need at a reasonable price, now might be the time. However, just recently, there's been a kink put in this whole recovery business for ammunition with uh, Biden's administration limiting uh, ammunition imports from Russia. Now, I know we had a gun restriction while Trump was in office, but now he's limited ammunition imports from Russia. And it would seem like the worst possible time. Demand is at the highest it's ever been, and you're going to limit the availability of ammo to American sportsmen, to American shooters. It's just, it it pains me to see this. And I just don't know how long this is going to be in effect, or he's going to try and make it a more permanent ban, but I hope not. Because Russia was a huge supplier of ammo to the United States. They have all kinds of different uh, brands of Russian ammo. Now, granted, it's not top-notch ammo. It's usually acceptable and usually works pretty good because it's made in military factories. So the precision is not necessarily there, but the quality and reliability are there in most cases. Now, granted, a lot of these have what they call hard military primers, which they seal. And when they seal the primer, it becomes harder to set it off. It's harder metal. It's sealed better. But... There are ways around that. If you're shooting it in AR, you can buy a spring and a firing pin that's a smidge longer with a heavier spring to make sure your your rifle goes bang every time while using this ammo. But now that it's going to be hard to get, they're probably going to have to ship it to other countries in Eastern Europe and then ship it from there to the United States if that's going to be allowed. We don't know. I mean, right now, ammo from Russia is being limited. I think you can still get ammo from China now. I'm not sure. But, of course, if the liberals have their way, they're going to limit ammo from everywhere, make it more possible, more impossible to get it. Because think about that. That's a perfect backdoor way to gun control. You can have whatever guns you want. We're just going to take control of the ammo. They're going to take control of the fuel you need to feed your weapons. Just like if they said, you can get whatever car you want, but you can only get this much gas every week. Or you have limits as to how much you can get. You have to apply for a permit to fill up a tank of gas. And depending on what kind of car you have, you may or may not be able to afford that. All right. Well, we've had a good time today. Pay attention to ammo prices and gun prices. If you see a deal, now's not a terrible time to look for it. Hopefully they'll go down, but with the way the economy's going and the way the politics are going, you never know. I'm Roger B. This is Locked and Loaded, and you've been listening to America's Web Radio. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.